Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody. Tuesday, July 20th. John Aravosis here with Cliff Schechter. <laughs> if folks, if folks John, only I knew. A... <laughs> I know. Take one. Take two. We just had a, Cliff, I have a, had like a, a great takes. exercise oh, God. in what actors and directors have to go through oh. when they fuck something up multiple times and have to. Everything from getting yeah. kicked, me getting kicked off the internet to oh. being muted, like it's a comedy. We had about so six, we're here. six, six, six Cliff Schecters. It's it's like I think the you family. said six, 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 and are now implying six, six, I'm six. the devil. It's like the family von Trapp. It's like Cliff, Cliff. Actually, I yep. was finding this with my uh, my TikTok account. That's been quite fun. It's been. Um, it's because you're you you have to do what journalists do. So like you're turning, you can edit it, but you can only edit like the beginning and the end. So every time I start recording on TikTok, for example, right, it's up to a minute. I can record a minute long, or I can record twenty seconds, or I can record a number of ten or fifteen second pieces that I stitch together. But you can only clip clip the beginning or the end of it, of each clip. You can cut off. So I can't like go to the middle where I paused and cut it out. So so you're having to do each take as a take. Right. So like, okay, either I'm going to talk for 45 seconds or I'm going to talk for 20 seconds and stop and another 20 seconds. So you're trying to, in your head, get 20 seconds of rolling conversation going. And it's really hard. And sometimes I've got like 10 takes and it's really, you appreciate what journalists go through or TV journalists. And frankly, what really gets me is because I've seen them do this where they literally, I've asked them before. I know uh, John Yang, who's on um, uh, PBS NewsHour now. And I think I asked him about this. And I said, like, do you ever like write it down? He goes, no, it's you, you kind of in your head have it and you know how long it's going to be. And literally they like when they kind of do they're in front of the White House for a minute, it's in their head. But they know they've got to talk for about a minute and they're such professionals that they know how much is a minute. And oh, my God, it's really boggles the mind. So it does boggle. There's a lot of mind boggling, a lot of mind boggling. So. So today's issues, today's topics, we're going to start with the space launch and a lot of stuff surrounding that. Um, We are going to get into Delta variant, a lot of stuff on that, because yet again, getting worse, but a lot of news on that. And and I think a lot of worthy discussion Cliff and I will have. Um, Jim Jordan was just appointed to the January 6th Insurrection Committee. And finally, we'll talk about infrastructure, though I think the bigger discussion will be Thursday and maybe even next week, and we'll tell you why. Um, Cliff, let's start with the space launch. So what happened this morning was uh, Jeff Bezos of Amazon uh, launched into space. Uh, they went, I was watching it live, they went about 65 miles up, had three minutes of weightlessness. Um, his older brother, who's 82 years old, was on the flight. A young 18-year-old kid was on the flight, and he replaced <laughs> somebody else. I forgot why the other guy or gal couldn't make it, but he replaced them, which was kind of cool, an 18-year-old. Um, and I wanted to sort of get into this just because there was a lot of negativity on lefty Twitter about this to the, and I was noticing it and getting annoyed. Um, and finally Jim Shuto of, um, I think he's CNN now. I always forget he was ABC. Jim Shuto weighed in on air correspondent and said, excuse my mostly incurable optimism, but could two successful private space launches in nine days be something all Americans rally around together. And just to tell people cliff one second, and I'll throw it to you. People yeah. were complaining that a billionaires, right? Because uh, Elon Musk did the same thing, right? And 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 b they're preparing this as a at least Musk was. I don't know about Bezos, uh, preparing it as a reusable flight for basically billionaires to or millionaires to pay to fly to space for a couple of minutes. So it wasn't meant to be really for the masses. Um, b Amazon evil. 
uh, as somebody wrote, uh, as well, somebody literally wrote, wrote and set up this space flight was done on the backs of Amazon employees everywhere. Um, other people saying, if you're going to spend a billion dollars, do it on uh, solving world hunger. It, it just it's it's and oh, and we did this 60 or not 60 years. Well, actually, was it 60? No, it would have been 50 plus years ago. Yeah, we actually we did almost 60. We did this almost 60 years ago, launching somebody into the orbit and then or not even orbit up 60 miles and down again. What's the big deal? Launching them into the atmosphere by themselves to fly. You know, I, I know. I'm kidding. So I always imagine just launching yeah. somebody who we don't like. Um, so that's oh, so I'm sorry. Okay, John, you said Wait, you want my fired. opinion on this, but now you're now you're filibustering. No, I'm sorry. No, but I wanted to give people so that's the that I'm was the variety you. of reasons, but uh, that people weren't thrilled. Jump in, and then I'll counter with also why I found it very exciting watching. Okay, so here's what I will say, and mm -hmm. and like the easiest thing in the fucking world for everything we talk about every day would be to demagogue, right? Demagogue this, demagogue that, whether you're on the right or the left, everything sucks or everything. And and the thing that it may be boring, it may be unsexy, but the thing I talk, say all the time on this podcast, the thing that drives me crazy is people's lack of context and nuance and whatever. You can actually hold a couple thoughts at the same time. It is really possible. And for me, what that means is, you know, it's, people do this with sports too. They do that with other stuff. You're like, so-and-so hit, hit uh, you know, a home run. That's awesome. And I'm rooting for him. Yeah, but that guy voted for Trump. And you're just like, do people actually know, do that? Oh my god, yeah. Um, <laughs> Even with baseball, like, that's funny. And I'm like, I'm watching a fucking baseball game. Like, you know, every minute of my life can't be political. Not every minute. So I bring that. I bring that same content and nuance to this sort of thing, which is, which is, I can hold a couple of thoughts, and those thoughts are are the following: one, space, science, launches, anything that is based on technology, furthers technology, furthers the science education of our populace desperately in need of it these days. Right. Awesome. That part of this, I really, really like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. The, and, and I am all for it. And I think space launches are fucking cool. Actually, okay? can, I throw I in, can I throw in a quick point on the science thing? Think yep. about the larger impact, too, of today science facts, right? That's what, that's what I was trying to get think at, like how of, important that is for people. And think of, think of how it relates to coronavirus, but also s climate change. So many issues the Republicans bring up now is undercutting science, right? And I'm sorry, final Dude, point and throw it back every, to you. Is, not, so many right? climate, uh, COVID. Yeah, healthcare, guns, abortion, like oh, yeah, you know, oh, whether yes, you're, yeah, you're, you're yeah. being gay means you're a yeah. pedophile, which they like to say. I mean, yeah. everything. It's, it's a they secret. Just make shit up, and it's not based on actual but science. It's almost, but it's almost a Republican. It's the kind of thing Republicans would do as a trick against us to promote science. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love space flight, landing on Mars, right? It, but they're actually using it subliminally to teach a whole new generation of kids and everybody else that facts matter and science matters. And I mean, I just I love the nefariousness of it as well. And I'm sorry, last point too. It gives us something to rally around, which I kind of like too. You know what I mean? Like the whole country can go, yay, a launch. How cool is it to watch a launch, right? And hopefully not get political. Back no, that's it. exactly right. Yeah. Well, have I ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is? She loves steak and burgers, right? We grew up on them. I've never seen her so happy when I sent her Omaha steaks and burgers for Christmas one year. Holidays around the corner, finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter Stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon wrap filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you 
you use the code Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, omahasteaks.com. Well, do you ever catch yourself thinking when you're looking in the mirror, ugh, ugh, I wish those under-eye bags would just go away. You're not alone. Bags and puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of American men and women. Until now, introducing the new Genucel Serum with plant stem cell technology from Chamonix. Susan from New Jersey wrote me, I've been using Genucel for a couple of months. The puffiness around my eyes is gone. Even the crow's feet and small lines have disappeared and haven't come back. I love this product. I use it under my eyes, around my cheekbones, and on my eyelids. With its instant effects, Chamonix says you'll see results in the first 12 hours or your money back. I love it. I use the entire line of products. It is my favorite skincare I've ever used. Um, they guarantee it though. Results in the first 12 hours or your money back. Order now. Get 50% off all Genucel packages for summer. Go to lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. That's love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Stephanie. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. I use it every single day. I get so many compliments. Check it out. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. You know, um, I, and, and so that's that side of it. Yeah. And my reaction to seeing space launches would be more like yours, John. That's how I'd react at that moment. It doesn't mean that that there, to me it, it doesn't also have show a deeper pathology in America right now as far as I'm concerned. And this is where you'll find me, which I, I often say I am mm. not, you know, of the the squad. I don't agree with Elizabeth Warren and everything, but the two two things that they've proposed in the last few years, I am fucking 100% behind them. You know, one is uh, raising the tax rate for people who make above $10 million a year to 70%. I mean, Jesus Christ, you've already made $10 million. You were taxed at about 45%, but you can't afford the extra for the 11th and 12th million and the 14th million. And the second thing is a wealth tax for people who have above 50 million fucking dollars. Again, like it's insane to me. We, we, we've now actually surpassed uh, the Gilded Era. We now have more disparity in this country than we did have in the Gilded Age. That which we know what that led to. When was the gilded? When was the gilded age? So that would be that would be. I mean, historians are arguing over when exactly, but most folks would probably put it in the range of the 1890s up until the Great Depression. Okay, when, and what is so you know, special about that era that you're telling people? I mean, I know a little bit about this, uh, well, but frankly, not as much as I should. Well, the biggest, the, the biggest. Why was it the gilded was, age? Was, yeah. There was such economic. Well, because there was mass poverty, there was such economic disparity in the country. Um, right. that our, our, our um, life expectancy and all these kinds of things were, were in the toilet for most people while you right. had Standard Oil, which was how the Rockefellers got rich, you know, right. the Mellon franchise of banks, which are, still exist. A lot of these names you hear now, some of right. them ended up doing good things with that money eventually. The Rockefellers became liberal, you know, but point being that you had the, these folks that made absurd amounts of money that they did not need to, for their, for and I, when I say need, I'm not a communist. I'm talking about there is a point where if you can afford, like today, five airplanes, you know, of your own, and you can afford 15 houses and 10 yachts. These are kinds of things. Friend of the show. I don't think we've had him on yet. We've tried. Nick Hanauer would say, who was an early investor in Amazon and and became. It's, they call him a billionaire. Oh, you're trying, remember you trying to get him? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Hanauer gets yeah. he gets pissed about it because he always likes to point out, I'm not a billionaire. Which yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that just means he only has 950 yeah. million. The point is, he right. says all this stuff, and I think he's got a lot of credibility on it. And I've I've done PR for him in the past, folks. Full disclosure. Um, but 
you know, that's the thing to me here is when we're sitting around like, and we're not at least addressing that in other places. I wouldn't do it the moment something launches. My response isn't like, well, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. He has the money. He's going to do what he wants with the money. I still think if you see what his wife did after their divorce, I mean, she's incredible. She's going okay, so around the country right. now. Yes, given mil- like multi-million dollar grants to various cities who propose. Oh, products. I did see She's that. given yeah. away yes. billions and billions of dollars, and I do ask myself, why the fuck hasn't he done that? I mean, her name is Lindsay lo- Scott. Yes, I, I couldn't think of her first. I couldn't yeah. think of the first name. I mean, like there's this line in the movie Wall Street. She remarried. That was fast. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, like like Wall Street was like Wall Street. You know that movie was made based upon like the stagflation, you know, or the, the the Wall Street age of the 80s after they just had a recession in the early 80s. We've literally had like three economic crises since then right. or more. And, and, and it had been, frankly, worse, far worse, like the Great Recession. And, and and what I would say is there's a line in that where Gordon Gecko played played quite brilliantly by Michael Douglas, yeah. you know, is, is just is like, fuck it. We only made 10 million, you know, on, you know, he's getting angry right. because of the, they're only making that kind of money at some point. Charlie Sheen, who was actually the good guy back then, right. um, is like, you know, when is enough enough? How many water, how many uh, boats can you water ski behind? And there is a point where I'm like, come on, you know? And so could Jeff Bezos be doing a little bit more what his ex-wife is doing and going around and giving away billions upon billions and he'd still be worth a hundred billion? Absolutely. So what my nuance in this, and then I'm going to throw it back to you, John, is two things, uh, uh, or, or let's give this three different thoughts. One, Space exploration is awesome, good. We should always want to do it. It, pr- it creates all sorts of technologies that people benefit from, including healthcare technologies and other things. Two, um, we do have an actual national organization for that called NASA, which we've defunded uh, you know, in many ways, which is awful. And part of that's because of the gilded age we're in with all sorts of people who are not paying the taxes they should be paying. And right. we need to change those laws because that I pay more taxes than Jeff Bezos is fucking absurd. Okay. Uh, percentage. And, well, actually, maybe not percentage. Yes. It depends. Did he get away with zero? I don't remember. Well, yet. I definitely, I, I don't know. You, you're you're right. even be absolute. Not, but, but, <laughs> yeah. okay, here's one person I'll yeah. tell you I know I paid more taxes than, than Donald, Donald Trump, Trump, who paid That's $750 true. a couple of years there. That's Trust true. me. I've never had a $750 year. I'd love to. Even my best, now, but, even my best, even my worst year, so to speak, I paid more than that. Oh, even my yeah. worst year, I, I paid 10, 15 times that. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. Finally, um, uh, where is it going? Okay, finally, third thing. Yeah. While I don't, well, I think Bezos at that point and Branson and some of these other folks have the right to spend their money on whatever they want. It's a free country after all. Beyond the fact that I think government entities should be taxing them in a way that is realistic. The other thing I will add to that is, come on. I mean, they could still do what his ex-wife is doing or what Hanauer does, who gives who gives all this money to these things, doesn't even have that kind of money. But does comparatively to his wealth yeah. gives yeah. away the, tens gates, of millions of dollars. The Gates is do. That's what I mean. Like you could do like yeah. the Gates do. Both of them. So yeah. so you know, I mean, you know, I guess that maybe is what makes it feel a little gross when it doesn't. It seems like Bezos is very much a libertarian and hasn't been all that all you know terrific about this stuff. But again, yeah. these are all nuanced sort of positions. I know of some good things that Bezos has supported. Actually, a client of mine last year. Uh, you know, was was somebody who Bezos gave money to. to uh, that was a very good cause. So I don't want to sit here and say nothing good. I just think, come on, let's all think a little bit more about how we can like help the society that's yeah. go, that is in trouble and and government get on it and go after them. But in general, space travel, I'm all for it. Is I that also fair enough. Like, 
I think no, and that's fine. I don't really disagree with you on much of that. Um, I I uh, I feel also like I'd like to see a bit of a disconnect. You know what? At some point, you can watch a space launch and get excited about it being a space launch. I agree. Stop because yes. you know the guy's not Hitler. It's not like we're watching Hitler do it and going, well, you know, Idi Amin or well, pick some modern day. <laughs> you know, person yep. who's killed millions and say, well, he's killed millions, but he did launch a cool ship. Come on. You know, it's that's what bothers me. And if if it I'm not sure we can unite about it. I mean, the, the right is doing this enough already. I mean, the oh my God, the fact that they took a virus and we'll get to that and made it political. I just feel like, you know, stop making it political. This was pretty cool. And I mean, literally, because what bothered me and it, it's the virtue signaling of it, which is basically the uh, kind of. You know, I must make a statement so you know I'm holier than thou, you know, so you you can see how much virtue I have. I think there's a little bit of that going on, you know, with people saying this. I mean, I was watching it and I was on the I mean, actually tweet this out that, you know, huh. it's possible to be excited hmm. about a space launch while also thinking billionaires aren't paying nearly enough in taxes yeah, and fine. having given that's away fine. nearly enough to you but can you do it what, all. But but I would also think Put that thought, put that second thought aside for a while. You're watching a space launch. Get excited about it. That's what bothers me. Is just you know, you know what? Don't even. It's it's not even relevant. You know, John. Billionaires by don't the pay way, their folks, taxes. Really like, worked up about something when John's uh, voice goes up high. That's how you well, know no, he's it, really. Well, worked that's up. a Midwestern thing. Yeah, <laughs> Cliff, Cliff hasn't been in the Midwest long enough to get the high voice. Um, <laughs> Go no, ahead, John. I, do, I feel like it's just you know. Get excited about space launches. Don't sit there and go, it happened 60 years ago. I mean, literally people, I, I just, I wonder what kind of soul people, I'm sorry, I don't mean to knock, I don't mean to knock you guys listening, but it, it reminds me of people who don't like dogs or kids. I mean, how can you watch, how can you sit and watch this and not be in awe? I thought it was awesome in the literal sense of the word. And, um, and uh, it just was. And frankly, even more so because of Challenger, Let's, we can get off the political side. I was asking Josh Marshall about this and other people, and they said, oh, yeah, you know, because a challenger, I have a very hard time watching these things now and not sitting there going, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, I'm scared, too. You know, before challenger, even it see was like much that, more, like they, Some people were showing, hmm. people were showing the context hmm. of, you know, how much more bipartisan we used to be than we are today. And, I, and it was when, when hmm. the, the, the moon launch in 69, which yeah. were at, at about the... Um, I know, remember, the, the but I only remember sitting. I remember sitting on the floor, and my mom telling me it was important on our black and white TV. But I don't remember actually seeing. Uh, it. <laughs> I was but a wee telling me this matters. Not, not okay. yet, fetus. I was. I was going to say you were just nine. about there. Yeah, I, I, I came about two and a half years later. I think. Um, I digress. Um, so why were you uh, mentioning you know, this? You, you, I mean the, uh, the well, because some people show. Some, I thought of it because some some folks were tweeting around a picture. Um, and and so Nixon, you know, it had been Kennedy's imperative to get to the moon by the end of the decade. He announced right. it in his inaugural address in 1961. Right. Um, and and at that moment, Nixon was president um, in 1969 when that happened, when they oh. when they went up. Oh, and, and, and you can look at a picture of, of those who were there live in attendance sitting in like a bleachers type setup. Right. And you have uh, Spiro Agnew, hmm. uh, who was Nixon's vice president, sitting next to LBJ. And right. and they were there together Dem- because Democratic this was American, right? Right. right. The, and this was American, and Kennedy and Kennedy's yep. VP. Yep. And the whole point was: can you imagine? You know, uh, if this were happening via you know NASA or whatever today, yeah. can you imagine Donald Trump sitting next to Kamala Harris and Clinton? You know, as, yeah. as like how far the, we fall. It was the Democrat who wanted to go to the moon, right? So then the Republican comes into power yep. and goes, "Screw that!" Yes. Yeah. 
No, no, I think, and I, but I but really I'm just making think a point. The point, but I, but I actually wanted to make a stronger point. Just let oh, me finish, Shana, but, because I have one more line about that tonight, yep. which is, I still have to admit, after the scarring of the Challenger, mm-hmm. you know, which happened when I was when I was a young kid, you know, like uh, after that, I sit there and, um, you know, and I see that picture of LBJ and and um, Agnew, and I almost cringe. I'm like, how could anybody watch one of these things scared it's going to blow up? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's my reaction, right? Which yeah. is horrible but i can't help yeah. it like after after we were watching it live at my school when i was whatever 14 yep. or you know years old and, and the challenger yep. blew up like you know after that we were just sort of like uh well you know, you know like if i can just if i can pull it uh, uh extrapolate a little larger and then we can move on to covid because there's a lot on covid um but it just what and maybe this is also why i got so pissed off of seeing people be negative because i was watching it and i started having a little bit of an epiphany about what we said earlier about sort of science and unity and awe and, and space launches being something that we'd watch and get so excited about and get up early to watch and all of that. Right. And it didn't, and there was zero politics involved as far as, you know, from the public's perspective, right. It wasn't Democrat or Republican. And it just got me thinking about using science to unify people again. And again, everyone in the comments was like, let's solve world hunger. You know what? Nobody gives a fucking damn about world hunger on the, on half of the country. Not nobody. Half the country doesn't give a fucking damn. If we're talking about unifying the country, climate they at change, least don't care enough to vote to vote on the issue. It's not yeah. going to. Well, it's not correct. It is. It is not going to achieve my goal of unifying the country with awe, mystery, curiosity, and reverence of science. It ain't climate change. It ain't hunger. Get rid of those liberal ideas and start thinking. What can we do to create a sense of unity and spirit again for all Americans? And I watch a space launch, and it starts me thinking of that. You know what I mean? And and then I, you get. I, the, I would agree. The, wait, and then you get the ancillary benefit. Which is what we said about the fact that there's science thrown in, there's it's fact based, and all that ancillary benefit that helps that right. I mean, the more people are educated, the more they're into science, and and then you've also got the aspect of just America being a leader in science and technology that just helps us anyway to have a, a reinvigoration of all of that. But um, but it just it just hit me as I was watching it that I was like, I feel like there's something here whether it's Biden and the remember people talked about going to Mars before, but some kind of a a big goal for us to have when it comes to, and I think it's space. It's not just science. It's space. People, we still look at space and go. I agree. Actually, I, 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 cause I've thrown something out that I think is a little different, but I am a huge believer. And I always believe this, even when I was younger, that we should, you know, we should require everybody to have a year of, of public service, a gap year between high school and college where you go and you do things or you get some sort of way to do it maybe in summers while you're in college. But to me, uh, like, Finding common purpose is hugely important. Oh, that's so I get what you're saying. I, yeah, I, I think that is that true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yep, yep. You know, and, and with it's, a space race, like you know, when you went yeah. and you did shit, you know, if you're in northern and you went and you were helping mm-hmm. like build, you know, things in the south, it, 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 you know, as part of like AmeriCorps, which we have, I would just would right. expand all that. If you went and did that, or you're doing that, you meet people that you wouldn't yeah. otherwise meet. You know, it's, it's like it's, study it's abroad, one of the reasons that ironically, it's right, a benefit to study abroad. Ironically, people. People won't. People don't. You know, think about this. And it's not the best way to accomplish this. I will admit. But every time we've gone to war, when when the war has been over, we've actually moved more in a position of equality among people. I mean, the biggest example, uh, or at least war abroad. The biggest example is you know black soldiers going and fighting in world in, in Western Europe in World War II and being like, why do we have much more equality here than we have in the country we're fighting right. for? Right. 
I'm not talking about Germany, by the way, I, <laughs> not our enemies, but going to like, you know, the Netherlands, you know, and places like that and where they were treated much more right. equally. And, and that was right. a lot of the, 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 what spurred on the civil rights movement. I mean, that helped push it forward because they came back and were like, I just fought for my country. I just went someplace where I, where I was treated in a much more equal manner. Why the fuck don't we have that here? You know? Um, and so, um, I, I don't know. I lost my, but oh, oh what yeah. I was saying was yeah. common purpose. I'd rather yeah. not have the common purpose be a war. Yeah. I'd rather have the common purpose be space. I'd rather right. have the common purpose be be national yeah. service, where we get to go places, do things, meet people we wouldn't otherwise meet. These yeah. are ways to reinvigorate kind of the yeah. public square. Yeah, so. and honestly, just give them a little reverence for the country and 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 a feeling. Honestly, it's also it's the page. It's good page. I feel like John Lewis. Good patriotism. Right. It's right. not America. Fuck. Yeah. Let's bomb people. <laughs> right. It's right. it's it's America. Fuck. Yeah. Technology. I just I anyway. It, it's whatever. like the patriotism you have for the hmm. Olympics when you're when the all the people going to the Olympics aren't busy getting COVID. Well, you know, let's let that'll be. Our I don't perfect, even know if you plan to talk no, about that. That, job, that was on my list of, of four at least main points. So switching over to COVID Delta variant going crazy. We've now got. Well, at least. Two athletes. Uh, one, I think, was a tennis player. I think uh, this woman, African American woman, I think, and the, maybe Corey or something. I'm forgetting her name now. Had an interesting, like, three names, and another one is some other field. And they're being a little vague about it because they're saying, like, they keep saying Be because of Olympic rules for blah blah blah, which makes it sound like either the person tested positive or was very close to somebody who did test positive, but they don't want to say they tested positive. It's really funny. Um, two of them now aren't going. There is, there's, there was concern to start with. Okay. Let's, let's frame this Japan, the vaccination rate. I was hearing 20%. It's way below. It's like 13, 14% fully vaccinated in Japan. Insanely bad rate in the U S we're heading towards 49% fully vaccinated, which frankly is really crappy too, compared to, Canada's beating us now. Well, the UK is catching that, up. But, they, but that's because I – mean, so we were better than all of those places. We were. And then the Fox News and anti-vaxxer contingent on Facebook Correct. and all these other places has now has now demagogued – I hate demagogues. They're way exactly getting lots of people killed yep. and having a second – what, is this our third surge or a fourth surge at this point? This would be know. four. This is four. Yeah. So, I mean – so we so th that's actually an important part of it is that we're being passed by places that didn't do nearly as well on getting yeah. the vaccines as we did like Canada. Yeah. Um, and I don't up. know what the deal is in Japan fully. What I do know is the reason why they they escaped so much of the original uh, sort of you know the original wave or whatever is unlike America where I want my freedom to shoot accidentally shoot my right. kids and eat whatever trans fats and you should have to pay for it in my health care plan and all the other things that the so-called people that don't rely on government who rely 100 percent on government go around saying in japan there's a much more of a culture <clears throat> of obedience that the government tells you to do it you do it so right. everyone was masked up so they were still going to work and there were very few clusters and very few outbreaks right. because people were masked now i don't know why they thought that that's the type of thing that is a stopgap measure Right. But it doesn't tend to work forever. People right. are going to take their masks off here and there, whether it's on purpose, accidentally. So I don't really know what happened there. And, and, you know, but it may no. be the case like Canada where, or worse, where maybe they didn't even – because it's, it's, it's the, the, um, the logistics are a fuck of a lot different. I mean Canada has 30 million, 40 million people, maybe 50. I mean it's, right. not a, it's, it's a big country geographically. But once you've got, uh, you've got your distribution routes, it's not hard to get everybody because you just don't have a huge number of people. 
Japan is 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 not a huge country demographically. Uh, Jesus Christ, a, are there? Well, I mean, the, are the, they hundred million? What are, no, no, I, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh. I meant geographically. Geographically, the the actual landmass is about the size of California. Yes, it's it's the hundred twenty six million. That's what I thought. Yes, I was going to say yeah. it's the demographics yeah. that are that are the challenge yes. there. Is yes. that you've got a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's three yeah. to four times the size of of Canada in terms of its demographics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe that's some of this. I don't know wrap, enough about wrap that up uh, and let's bring it back to the Olympics. Yeah, I, I just uh, yeah, I'll just say quickly. I don't know enough about why how that's you know that kind of stuff's done yeah. to answer the question. What I can say is is as John is saying right now is the Olympics is a, it's a mess. People are the folks who've gone over there have already tested positive for COVID. Yeah. The the rate is spiking in Tokyo. Um, yeah. at which again highly condensed city. Uh, and is, well, and because the vac the the fully vaccinated rate is so 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 low, you not only have the risk of the athletes catching it from the Japanese, but you have a risk of the Japanese catching it from the athletes because you've got people coming in from all over the world, and then yep. after they're there for two weeks, they go back all over the world. It's like a sci-fi horror movie, right? Well, no, it's like what it's like Flo right? the role that Florida played in the original surge. Oh, that's true. Everybody yeah, went down there for Florida. spring break, and they yeah. refused to shut down their goddamn beaches. Yeah. DeSantis is a asshole. Remember that? Yeah. And, and then everybody went back to all, all over the country and really the world because a lot of people from other parts of the world, and the British, Florida is a popular place to, to vacation, you know? Yep. And so they went back to their parts of the world and same idea. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so the, the, Although, added let's say the one fun part, right? John, what the one fun part is, did you see the beds they were providing them? Oh yes, I wrote about that. Well, it, and we don't know providing them like true, the most but... uncomfortable beds theoretically, so that they don't have partners and have sex with them. So yeah, they don't, the, they, so at they least don't spread COVID. Now, oh some people are denying it, but others are saying it's true. They're it's they're using like cardboard boxes to um, <laughs> to buttress the beds under the mattresses, and the theory was that the um, the boxes could hold, excuse me, only hold the weight of one person. So if two people get on it for sex, it collapses because they're trying to stop sex because of COVID. And it was very funny. Um, and but, I, I would just say as a, as a yeah. little thing to that, gee, nobody's ever thought of having sex standing up or something. Well, but, in okay, the shower, on the floor. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, on but, their oh, knees. Oh, no, the bed okay. won't hold two of us. So now yeah. we're not going to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. but what, what makes this even worse is, and I found this out yesterday, the day before, neither the International Olympic Committee nor the U.S. Olympic Committee is requiring vaccinations of the athletes at all. Now, the, I watched on the news yesterday, the international, uh, two days ago, the, the doctor advising the international committee who's in charge of all of it said, and this was kind of cute, but I feel like it's too cute by half, said, well, we determined it wouldn't be fair to athletes from poor countries who wouldn't be able to get the vaccine and then they'd be at a disadvantage. Well, okay, but... People in the U.S. and Europe and the developed countries can get the vaccine anyway if they want. So already the poorer countries are at a disadvantage, right? I mean, they're going to be – if it's a disadvantage, they're going to be at a disadvantage anyway because right. because more people are getting the vaccine in, in developed than, than lesser developed, so for starters. Second of all, the – oh, with, uh, with the disadvantage, the um, – oh, yeah, we couldn't provide enough vaccines for the Jamaican bobsled team? I mean, seriously? You know what I mean? Like, how hard would it be for the IOC to? I, I, I mean, don't need, it's the Olympics. You require you each think country we can get that over there, right? I mean, but you require each each country to chip in to an to an IOC f uh, uh, fund or whatever they chip in vaccines to to vaccine. I mean, come on, it's just not that hard. Um, secondly, I, even better. Well, if it's an if it's an unfair advantage, but. 
they didn't ban vaccines. Why wouldn't the U.S. go ahead and require it if it's an unfair advantage? Yay, right? Let's give our athletes an unfair advantage. Woo-woo! You've been listening to a free excerpt of the Unprecedented Podcast. To hear the rest of the show and hear all of our past shows and support our work as independent media, please go to patreon.com slash unprecedentedpodcast and become a subscriber for as little as $5 a month. You can have all of our old episodes, see all of our Zoom interviews, and support the great work that we hope you think we're doing promoting the democratic and liberal agenda. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. See you next episode.